Hello, today we're going to talk about uh, the importance of warming up. More than often we overlook the warm-up or we do it just when it counts on the race day. So I'd like to dig a bit further into the warm-up and why it is so important and especially when we try to maximize our performance and learning on the water. So welcome to the Canoe Salon podcast episode 12. I am your host, Julien Billot. Here we explore the world of Canoe Salon as I discuss with athletes, coaches, judges and more people that have shaped up this beautiful Olympic sport, as Michel Matikan would say as well. I hope that the stories, insights, secrets or tips that I share with my host on this podcast will spark your interest and help you understand the sport If you are a beginner, explore a bit further if you are hooked already and reframe your views if you're already an expert. Now, today is a bit of a special episode because for the first time, I'll do all the podcasts by myself. So hopefully I won't get too boring and you'll get something out of it quite quite interesting. Um... I think I wanted to start with uh, a big thank you to the people that have been, uh, you know, playing the podcast and listening and uh, sub- sub- subscribing. Th- sorry, uh, it's been really interesting so far. You know, the podcast has been played in um, 50 countries. Uh, that's great. Uh, hopefully, more will come. Uh, so don't hesitate to go and subscribe on the Apple podcast, uh, looking for the Canoe Slalom podcast. I'm there, and I'm on SoundCloud as well. So today, let's talk about the warm-up. Uh, we've all been there, you know, when it's, it's cold, we don't want to get on the water, or it's too hot, and we think all will be fine because the body is warmed up already and then cold or hot we get on the water and all of a sudden we realize I'm not quite on task here so I'm not giving my best performance so all of a sudden there's a gap a huge gap between the expectations on what we would like the session to be and what the body is actually giving and the mind is ready to give away uh, on, on the session and to be challenged for. So that is an interesting one to look at. I think the warm-up is a way to mitigate that and to maximize the opportunity to be prepared and to learn So I've been there myself actually as well, you know, Uh, mostly in Europe when it's cold and you have to get on the water in a way uh, because because you you want to train, but you're not quite ready to to warm up uh, really well. And in fact, you you end up with, you know, on 60 minute session, you end up with, uh, I don't know, like the first uh, the first 15, 20 minutes uh, warming up and getting to getting into the session so interestingly there are ways around that and as always it takes 
a bit of commitment and understanding of, of why uh, we, should, we should warm up at our best because in the end, if we're really honest with ourselves, uh, we're here to improve and the only way to improve is to get the body thriving for performance. So let's get into what a warm-up is actually, guys. So now, the, the warm-up, what is a warm-up uh, made for? Uh, to me, in, in my opinion, the warm-up is really interesting and important because it's telling the body to get prepared for action. So basically, you are activating, triggering um, physical, a chain of physical reaction in your body that will prepare your body to thrive for performance. So it is a way to ease the body and the mind into the zone and the flow, um, which is a stage really that we're willing to fall into um, through different you know, um, thought processes, exercises, and physical um, fine motor control um, exercises. So, so we can allow the body to uh, thrive at its best. Now, I do believe that it's easier to get into that, that zone and, and flow if you've got a good uh, chemistry, I'd say, uh, which is, to make it simple, uh, taking care of your temple, which is your, your body. Um, so it means eating really well. So good, good quality food, enough water intake, and good sleep. If you get that right, chances are you'll build a really good ground for the warm-up to allow the best activation possible in the body, uh, as opposed to eating crappy food and being, you know, uh, sleep-deprived. And then all of a sudden, even if you do a 30-minute warm-up before that, nothing will be firing well because you wouldn't have maximized or optimized everything like the biochemistry in your body to be able to trigger that uh, physical change in the body. So you basically, you'll make it really, really hard for yourself if you're not taking care of your temple consistently over time. Now, a warm-up is not only here to warm up the body uh, physically. Yes, of course it is. So you want to be prepared physically, fitness, so the, 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 you want to get that blood flow going. So that's the cardio. You want to get your muscle firing well. So you, you warm up the, the muscle, the ligaments, the, all the co co connective tissues. And you want to, you want to warm up as well um, your feelings and sensitivity. So it means getting into unusual, extreme 
body position to stretch the body and awake the uh, all the sensors, the, the biosensors that will tell that will awake the body everywhere. Now you want to you want to warm up cognitively as well, so to get that brain firing really quickly. So he's actually able to deal with the massive amount of information that is about to hit you when you're on the water, you know. It's cold, the water is moving, the pole is actually getting towards me, like getting there really, really quickly, and there's my coach uh, screaming at me stuff on the bank that I have to process as well, and all of a sudden I've just hit the gate and, oh, I've lost the edge, and, you know, you've got a, an incredible amount of things to deal with when you are on the water uh, without, you know, um, without talking yet about the, you know, the, the small degrees of edge that you want, that you are working on, you know, keep that boat flat or lean slightly upstream or downstream. And then like it triggers so many um, different things in the body and the mind to make decisions really quickly. So you'd better, you'd better warm up that as much as you can. And then there's the, there's the breathing, breathing aspect as well. Uh, because it's a really powerful way to, to get into a state, a, a given state. Something is coming to mind, actually. Uh, I'm sure you're thinking, yes, but um, I've done really incredible sessions with no warm-up at all. Like, you know, you remember the last time I was, you know, um, late for the session and I jumped out of my car and uh, I got changed really quickly. I got on the water. I didn't even know the course uh, I got the course from the water and um, and from there wow I did an incredible session and I had literally a minute to warm up well I'll tell you that your body did great regarding warming you up to uh, give a fight response because you were actually in a stressful situation you were actually dealing with a stressful situation which is oh bloody hell i'm late um i won't get prepared da 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 so that stressful situation is triggering physical like chemical reactions in your body and basically that stressful reaction triggers emotions of uh fear uh excitement whatever, and without being aware of it, you are actually warming up your mind. So you're getting ready to deliver. And I'm pretty sure that at that moment, just before, like the 5, 10, 15 minutes before you hop on the water, you are actually experiencing a massive hormonal rush. And one of them that you, you, you may know is the, you know, adrenaline. So you're getting prepared by releasing adrenaline in your, in your, in your body. So you're actually getting ready uh, just because of the fear or excitement of being late. So it tells you a bit about how much you can warm up and the different ways you can you can be warmed up and, and ready for a given session as well. Uh, and it gives you the, the, the power of the, the mind and, and the body and how it works. 
So of course the the warm up is here to for like a really short term response uh, or prep, which is getting ready for the session or the race you're about to uh, to take to take up. Um, so that's the that's the short term. Um, response uh, we want to trigger here but the other interesting long-term response we want as well consistently is teaching the your body your mind your brain what is expected from him when you go when you are going through a warm-up routine so basically, your brain is really uh, lazy. So it will, it will always come back to what he knows and what is the least amount of well, energy expendi- expe- expenditure uh, he can afford to um, be successful at, at the task uh, at hand. So by teaching your body more consistently, Every day, something meaningful that he knows, that is capable to process in a way, you are actually day after day teaching him to get into a state of mind, the flow, the zone, and you're teaching him what is required from him through different exercises. So that is really interesting to look at it this way, you know, you, um, you only get better if you do meaningful things every day and if you teach your body consistently and your brain consistently what you want as an outcome. So in saying that, it doesn't mean... I think it, it doesn't mean you have to perform like a proper warm-up, 100% race-type, race-like warm-up every day because then being mindful of keeping your motivation up every day and your, you know, your, your commitment and, and the quality and, and, and the excitement every day. Uh, that'd be too tiring. But there are ways around that. I mean, make sure... You keep it, you know, uh, exciting and um, playful. And there's so many different ways, you know, uh, that be you only on the water or with teammates or, you know, to increase the challenge on the warm-up, everything. So keep that in mind, you know. We only at our best um, when we are in that playful state. So don't make it too hard on yourself and too difficult. The, the other point is uh, you may want to prepare. I mean, from time to time, regularly, you want to, to get that full warm-up routine into the game. So, you know, for a delivery session, full runs or race or something. So you teach your body consist- consistently, but not every day. What you can do, though, every day is targeting what you are about to work on. Um, so then you can warm up really uh, specifically for the task that you're about to, to, to take um, because we all have uh, different sessions, you know, different purposes in, in training for a given session. 
So that'd be, you know, that sessions to improve your, your fitness. Uh, so aerobic, how would you, aerobic level, lactic level, how do you want to warm up for that? Um, chances are you want to get into the, the fitness and the cardio a, a bit more so you're ready for the, the, the core session. Uh, if you are on a uh, technique session, technical uh, skills development, then you may, you may want to um, work a bit less on the fitness side so you don't need to get your cardio up to the roof. Uh, but what you want to work on is the, the fine motor control the, the cognition, the proprioception, because then when you get on the water and you want to work on a really, really fine motor skill that you have targeted as something that may impact your, your paddling you know, in a few months, or there's the gap there. So you're actually working on, let's say, uh, that edge control or that... Um, um, uh, uh, stroke anticipation getting into um, the moves so you know getting that stroke in the water a bit late a, a, a bit a bit earlier to support the boat or or looking up and looking at the points a bit a bit more or a postural um, goal as well being a bit more upright chin down chin up um, all those things are extremely fine and subtle things to work on. So you'd better want your body to be prepared and your mind to be prepared and your brain to be prepared to be firing at the best so you can actually maximize the learning outcome on the water. And again, if you don't prepare well, you waste the session or you waste... 15 20 minutes on the session because chances are gonna start working on that edge control and chances are if you are on a working on that on a big you know on a big wave or a big stopper oh it's gonna it's gonna be you know big trouble because your body is not quite ready to take on that massive amount of information that is coming from the water through your body up to your upper body and brain and then and then back down to give a response so there's ways to do to do that and then of course overall i think breathing is a massive one because breathing is one of the most powerful way to trigger um, physical changes in the body and uh, change your chemistry, hence change your emotions. So you can actually teach your body to channel your emotions in a certain way. Other things that comes to mind are working on this um, hand-eye coordination, you know, so you could use um, tennis balls, you could use many, 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 many things. And it comes down... I believe to being curious experiments and try different things because I do believe um, we need to individualize uh, the warm-up. There are, there are general 
guidelines, of course, but then you come down to what you prefer and what works best for you. I'll give you, you know, ideas and, and things to to do on, on the warm-up and then I really encourage you to think for yourself and, uh, and find the best way that works for you, uh, all right, because I'm coming from, I'm, I'm talking with, with my experience as, as an athlete, as a coach as well, that I've done a bit of research and uh, that I've listened to other people, but ultimately you know yourself best and uh, so stay really critical of what you of what you you listen to and what you hear really i really encourage you to do that and but, but try at, in the end um experiments and try to make sense of of all of it so if we start with a a, a bit of um you know, physicality. Uh, well, it, you could you could start warming up off water, really, and and I I see more and more people doing that uh, on races and, and 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 as well, especially when you are when you are um, getting older. I think it's extremely important to get the body um, physically ready. So one of the one of the simplest way to to get into a good warm-up routine would be to do some foam rolling or uh, tissue tissue release. Uh, basically, the way I see it is by doing some foam rolling or tennis ball release on the you know tight uh, part of your body. Then you allow um, step by step you allow the the muscle to um, that it's that could be stiff from the the night or the session before the the, the session uh, uh, that you did just you just did yesterday so you allow the, the the muscle to loosen up and you remove it's the way I see it you really remove the knots uh, on on the on the muscles on the fibers basically if you look at your muscle as a as a rope and you've got you've got knots uh, tied up on on the rope if you're getting into a session with knots on the rope uh, on your muscle and you fire up the muscles even more so if you pull on that rope more then uh, it is well known in, in fishing that uh, a line with knots is way less resistant uh, so it will break basically so make sure, make sure you remove the knots on your muscles and connective tissues, but mostly muscles, by doing some foam rolling uh, wherever the body is uh, stiff, you know, so the legs, the, the back. And, and you get everything moving as well, you know, the spine moving, the articulations, uh, the joints, sorry, um, moving as well. So, and, and it's getting more and more critical as you are uh, getting older because... Uh, you tend to to be stiffer, really. Uh, you got more connective tissue in your body, so uh, you need more time to warm up. Uh, the other point is, so you know, that'd be five ten minutes of uh, foam rolling, tennis ball release. What you can do as well is uh, you can hang. Uh, hanging is a is a really good one, especially if you've uh, if you've just done a few hours of 
driving uh, to get onto a course uh, somewhere on a venue or you're driving from the city um, and you're getting prepared for, for the session, your body is into flexion so that it's not great. Uh, it's not great. So you really want to hang to um, lengthen the spine and the joint, the shoulders, uh, the hips, and, and you can twist, gently twist as well, you know, both arms, two arms. Uh, it's, it's getting well known now uh, as a really good way to, uh, to, to, to release the tensions everywhere. I would actually encourage you to do that every day. Uh, that's, uh, that's a really good one because then you, you, you build um, strength uh, in, in the connective tissues as well. So basically, once you've regained a bit of mobility, because it's the, the purpose of, of that form rolling and, and hanging, then you can start uh, waking up the, the you know, proprioception in your body and uh, getting into, into movement a bit more. So there's, there's a whole lot to be done here. Um, and again, you know, it comes back to... Uh, how much you're willing to to learn and, and to experiment and, and to be curious about. Um, so you could do a bit of extension, uh, flexion, uh, many different things. Basically, the idea is to get the body into um, stretched position, uh, extreme positions, so you you are getting all the proprioceptive um, sensors, mechanical sensors, chemical sensors fired up. So you're actually telling your body, hey mate, uh, you are about to get into a task that will require you to get into that position. So that'd be, you know, heaps of um, chest rotation on the back, extension, while uh, activating your your legs, uh, pulling on your you know pulling on your knees, um, so try to get into unusual extreme um, positions and in a dynamic ballistic way as well. So you you really uh, getting all those senses awake and what you could do as well is. Um, working on, on the muscular chains and with, with bands. I see a lot of people doing, uh, you know, external rotators um, uh, activation. That's good. I think we can do even better. I think we can really get all the whole body um, fired up and, and activated, you know, uh, so you get bands and, and you work on the whole muscular chain, not just, not just uh, the external rotation of, of your shoulder, uh, you can actually get that working in a global um, manner, um, doing yeah exercises, whole body exercises that involve the, the whole body. So again, what kind of chains, muscular chains you want to you want to activate? I'd say you know uh, as a general uh, rule of thumb that'd be all the chains and, and then if you get into and that'd be a bonus <laughs> a bonus um, uh, coaching tips here uh, when you get to know yourself more you get to know which 
uh, chains you your body favors to to move so that be the anterior chain or the posterior chain and then uh, the you know twist are you using you know as you dissociating your shoulders or are you moving as a unit you know lower and upper body so you can really trigger or you can really individualize the way you warm up uh, as well but it's up to you uh, to get to know your body more and more to individualize that uh, so muscular chain is a big one. What you can do as well is like, you know, explosive uh, movements, again, you know, involving the legs, so the, the gross motor control um, that are really challenging your nervous system. So your body is forced to feel and think really quickly and then to give a response back really quickly as well to ensure the outcome is uh, fulfilled. So up to you guys, uh, balance exercises, everything, uh, get the body moving really well. On top of that, uh, now that we've uh, regained mobility, we are activating all the sensors everywhere by dynamic stretches, balance, uh, everything. Uh, we can add a cognitive task to uh, further enhance or activate, trigger or prime the cognitive um, uh, system, uh, you could play with balls, then you get your eyes into the games and the vision. So then you actually, and don't laugh here, you're actually warming up the muscles that are around your eyes uh, because the, you, know, you, you may not be aware of it, but when you're underwater, your eyes are going bloody everywhere looking at the water, looking at the ponds, and constantly going back and forth, looking up for cues uh, on the water that will help the body make makes a good decision in an instant, in a fraction of a second. So you'd better get your, your eyes going um, well and warmed up. So, you know, that could be the difference between a clean um, upstream sweep up, you know, uh, or a penalty, uh, hitting the gate with your shaft or with your, with your, with your knuckles, uh, fingers, elbow, you know. So play with balls. Um, either you, you're by yourself, you bounce the ball here and there on the wall or you've got a, a, a coach or a sparring partner and you play games, and I'm coming back to playing games, guys. Just play, just play with your body. It's the best way to get into that state, into that zone. Uh, look at the kids, they always play, and then, you know, it's easy for them because they've got absolutely no expectations. They just go for it, they don't think, they play, and all of a sudden they are into the, the, the game. And the next thing they tell you is, oh, we've been playing for an hour. Oh, come on, I thought I was only 10 minutes. Well, wow, that's the beauty of being in the zone. You don't like it. It becomes timeless. So get into that zone, uh, being playful. And then all of a sudden, you've got all the system going on there. Uh, you're getting warmed up, uh, mobility, uh, proprioceptions, all the sensors are getting activated. You've got a cognitive task going on as well. So your nervous system is firing as hell here. And that's good for you. That's really good for the body because you're actually telling your body uh, to be ready for the action. 
Something we haven't talked about actually is breathing. Breathing is a massive one because breathing, as I was telling you earlier, is something that is recognized, like scientifically recognized as a powerful way to hijack hijack into your your um, body systems uh, and to take control of your sympathetic and um, parasympathetic system. So basically, if you breathe, if you learn to breathe well, you will learn to control your emotional states better because when you take control of your breathing, you actually take control of the certain chemistry, chemical changes that are occurring in your body. And by doing so, you actually take control of your emotional states. And again, it won't happen in one day, guys. It will happen if you do it consistently. All right? Consistency to teach your body, your brain, that is a lazy bus. You will teach him every day to get into that state. Okay, basically you're doing you're telling him, hey mate, that's alright. You know what you're about to take up here, you know the task. I'm just telling you to channel your energy there so then we can work together and enjoy the task at hand in a few minutes. So consistency is important. Now breathing. Well The best way to do that, I think, is shut your mouth and breathe through your nose. By breathing through your nose, there's a lot lot of stuff going on. Uh, I'll try to keep it simple, but basically you release nitric oxide and that will help. That is a powerful um, vasodilatator. Uh, So you basically um, get all the capillaries wider, bigger, so you can deliver uh, uh, you can deliver more blood and then more oxygen to your to your body. So make sure you do that nose breathing and as well make sure you do a bit of diaphragm release. Uh, so by nose breathing you will release the diaphragm naturally and you'll get better connection uh, through your core. Um, I mean diaphragm breathing is really powerful to keep the core engaged and connect, connected. Sorry. Uh, again, I won't go into details, but if you dig into you know, kinesiology, physiotherapy, uh, diaphragm is a massive hub for all of that. So make sure you keep uh, breathing with your diaphragm. The other, the other one is uh, maybe if you want, and, and even more if you're female, uh, female athlete, you want to consider warming up your pelvic floor. Uh, so I won't go into details there too much as well, but it's part of the you know breathing box and a core control um, box that you want to you want to fire up. So pelvic floor, transverse, uh, diaphragm, uh, warm that up. Uh, really important to get everything firing. The other thing is uh, 
by doing this uh, this breathing diaphragm breathing you want to work on or you want to activate this um, vagal uh, nerve uh, that is a powerful way to to control your your autonomic system as well so i won't go into details but there's a lot of stuff here uh, breathing is a massively powerful hub to take control over uh, your primitive uh, brain emotional brain so now well uh, there's a lot here guys so uh, and we've been on the, the off water only here so uh, getting mobile uh, getting to move uh, enhancing proprioception uh, cognition with uh, different you know cog cognitive tasks um, I mean there's a lot of stuff again you know uh, think for yourself and then we're getting on the water uh, getting on the water well basically it's a bit of the same process that is going on but you are much more getting much more specific so I would encourage you to if you're on a fitness physical um, session or race by of course you want to you want to um, prime the, the, the cardiovascular system um, as well so I would encourage you to do you know five to five to six uh, seven minutes of you know gentle paddling to get the cardio uh, up to the up to the to the task really so if you can you know spend one minute uh, just to stabilize this uh, this heart rate into the the, the targeted um, zone that you want to work on for your uh, for your next session then you go for it um, it's really important to get the blood flow going to activate the you know the, the blood flow to get this uh, oxygen transport uh, going on so when you get on the water you are already you know you don't waste uh, your time you maximize opportunities uh, and, and you and you're teaching your body to to be ready as well you want to do some kinetics as well because um, so the, the, the first point that comes to mind is again that long-term goal if you do your kinetics every day five minutes and at the end of the week at the end of the year it's a whole lot of time spent on the basics uh, getting to slice up and down your uh, your your blade and and refine that that fine motor control that you want to be able to to steer your boat uh, when you're on the white water later. So make sure you maximize the, the time spent on doing that, you know, because then uh, you practice, you practice, you practice, and then all of a sudden you realize after a few months that you've multiplied your, your time practicing uh, the basics that are really really important the other point is of course refining like to getting prepared for the for the session is you you actually um, triggering uh, all the sensors in your in your forearms and um, in your in your hips and in your spine and everywhere so you're actually preparing priming the body to feel all those subtle differences in your edging you know different angles uh, uh, edging uh, back and forth left right um, all of the things that you can you know slicing with your with your panel 
you can do you can play with uh, eyes closed um, as well because then you shut down the vision and then you enhance the, the proprioception the feeling side of things um, what I'm used to do as well especially before races is getting people into the gates um, and trying to build that relationship that connection with the pawns before you get on the white water on your on your session so you actually again taking um, some time to teach your body to find to rediscover that that distance to the pond that is really really important and critical in slalom so you are getting into that state of hmm, there's a pond there the pond is my friend but still i want to avoid it so you you you're mimicking what you'll do on the water so it's all about anticipation really and uh, getting that extra extra time on the water practicing stuff that you're about to do uh, at a higher speed um, to, to to increase your your skills now, in saying that, um, I'm being really mindful that everybody uh, is different. So you may want to do uh, all those exercises by yourself uh, because you're somebody that is happy to spend time with, um, with, with, uh, with yourself alone on the water. Uh, and some people are much more gregarious and uh, or, uh, you know, thrives with um, challenges so it's up to it's up to you to the group to your training group to your coach to find to find ways as well to to trigger that that uh, best um, response or best adaptation uh, to to warm up uh, and to be ready for the for the session um, keep in mind that it's really important to to activate the mind as well so make sure when you're on the water and when you do all your your exercises your drills uh, um, kinetics everything make sure you you're getting your mind prepared um, visualize your session what uh, what does it look like you know if it's a fitness session uh, feel feel the pain that you'll feel at some point you know get get your body prepared okay tell him uh, tell your brain what uh, it will no feel in a, in few minutes. Uh, if you do, you know, technical work, technical uh, skills uh, de developments, uh, make sure you can you get into that state. Like remind yourself the purpose of your session. So again, because by doing that, then you 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 in, you plant the seed of the what you want to achieve later in the session as well so then when you start the session you're fully ready you know what to expect from the coach you know what to expect from the gates uh from everything you know you um so that's it and then um so yeah make sure you've got some time to not only get the the, the body ready but but the mind you know that's it could be an awful um feeling to be like to having done all your all your physical prep on the water. Oh, you know, I've done my uh, ten minutes cardio warm up and uh, my kinetics and everything. But you know, uh, while doing that, oh, actually, I'm realizing that I was thinking of you know um, uh, challenge that I I had at, at at school at uni or I got a you know like I don't know um, um, 
I got into trouble with my parents yesterday and then I, I just can't get over it. And, and then the next thing you, you realize is you, you've been thinking about that for 20 minutes, uh, 15, 20 minutes on, during your warm-up. It's not the best way to activate. So find ways to channel your, your energy, your brain into the task that you're about to, to deliver. The next, the next thing and probably the last one I'd like to, to really um, encourage to, to, to explore is, and that's the, probably you know, the, at the highest level, but, but it's good to, to get into that state anyway. Explore what triggers emotions in you. Um, and I'm thinking of, you know, in the last podcast, um, Fabian talked about um, touch base on that, you know, we are moving because of our emotions. So make sure you know what emotions trigger your ability to move, to get into action, to act. Uh, as I was telling you um, five minutes ago, some people will be triggered by the challenge of a session, you know. So... I'll do this, I'll show you. Uh, some people will be triggered by a good group, a good training group, uh, a good vibe, good communication with people. Wow, let's do this together, guys. Uh, we'll nail the sessions. Some people will, be, uh, will become all of a sudden fully excited because they get a chance to uh, delve into a session with, you know, by understanding really well the intricacies of uh, a skills, uh, a skill, sorry, and 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 a technique. So it's a lot of uh, uh, thought processing going on here. So you want to understand what's going on. You want to 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 yeah to to get deep into the technique. Um, and some people, you know, again, they don't give a shit. It's 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 just about the energy of the group and uh, and and repeating what's going on. Um, some people love to you know, think about the future, the possibilities of, you know, what they are about to do. You know, if I get stronger, it will give me more power on the bottom. Uh, I'll be able to push harder. Or if I nail that skill, what does it mean for the other skills uh, on, on, on the water? If I do that uh, edging better, if I control that better in the upstreams today, uh, then then I can carry that over to other, um, other moves, other types of of moves, a downstream or whatever, so triggering that um, vision of what's possible with what what with what you're about to to work on to train today. So make sure you you are able to activate and trigger your the right emotions to get into the right state of mind. I was about to say uh, the right state because it's not just the mind. Uh, and if you're not in the best in the best uh, emotional state, well, try to think about what you've done to get there first, you know, so you do it better next time. Uh, did you get enough sleep? I mean, basically, did you, did you take care of your temple, uh, your body? Did you get enough sleep? Did you get enough uh, water intake? Did you, did you eat well the, the, the morning before or the, the, the night before? Uh, what have you done to be there, you know, to be in that state today, this morning or this afternoon? Uh, have you had a, uh, a too long nap uh, and then you, you're struggling now to, to, 
to get uh, awake again, uh, like mid-afternoon. Was it too hot today? So you, you're a bit numb, you know. Uh, in that case, what do you do? Uh, take a cold shower and that's it. You know, there's always a way forward. And well, be mindful as well, you know, uh, if you're not doing, if you're not in your best state of mind, well, um, learn to learn to diffuse from uh, from that, you know, um, given emotional state and, and thought process that you're in at the moment. So that's probably another another uh, area that we can we can speak about. But you know, the ability to deal with the the thoughts you've got and the feeling you've got at the moment uh, and diffuse from them. So basically you are not your thoughts and your feelings right now. You have the the power to 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 act on that and to be different and to take actions and to behave in a different way as well. Uh, so yeah, that's it. Be keep in mind that you can, you know, you, you can influence a lot of stuff and you can commit uh, a bit better. So well hopefully uh you would have understood the the the, the importance of uh, a better warm up with with the why and and yeah how it triggers all lot of things in the body to to get ready for action and again if you thrive for perfection sorry for excellence because perfection is far but if you thrive for excellence and uh, be at your best every day well chances are uh you would want to get into that a bit more often uh, to teach your brain what is the best way, what is the best practice. Well, on that, uh, I hope you enjoyed and uh, see you next time. Oh, um, before I forget, if you've got any questions, any comments, um, any things that, haven't, uh, that I haven't um, spoken about here or you'd like to hear more of, uh, please uh, send me a, a comment on Instagram. I mean, this, this is where I'm the most active, really, at the moment. So make sure you ask, and there, there's so many things to be done, you know. So uh, keep experimenting, and uh, see you next time on the water, guys. Bye bye.